Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the the fifth down. I am your host, Jose. With me tonight are Brad and Junie. What's up, guys? Yo, yo. What's up? Being things slowly start to reopen in the world, uh, taking it one step at a time. Starting to see more sporting events. Uh, you know, teams getting the okay to go back and practice. It's a good sign. You know, just easing into it. Yeah. We're done with that Korean baseball, so. Yeah, you know. As fun as it is, um, I, you know, I'd rather be sleeping at one in the morning. <laughs> but tonight, you know, we're going to talk to you guys about, um, well, we're going to start off talking about Dak Prescott and his ongoing contract dispute with the Dallas Cowboys. And then we're going to lead into, um, we're going to give you our top five quarterbacks of all time. So it's de- that's definitely going to be an interesting list to see where where we rank the best of all time. Some might, some are still active, I'm sure. But let's go ahead and get started with uh, Dak Prescott. What do you guys think about this report that he was offered five years and 175 million? Do you guys think it's accurate? Um, I I think there's some validity to it when you have some of these sources coming out to say it. Um, until, you know, the Cowboys or Dak Prescott's camp, you know, um, refute it or indicate that it's true, you know, I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah, I believe it, especially with the uh, quarterback market uh, going up every year. Uh, But the money that he is asking for um, is definitely not worth it, but that's what the market dictates. And, I mean, if the Cowboys – want a starting quarterback that's what they have to pay yeah yeah i agree but it just it seems like a lot of money for dak prescott i mean it is but you know just like Junie indicated that's what the market dictates you gotta pay these guys i mean jared goff i mean 110 million guaranteed after last year you know you wouldn't you wouldn't say he was worth that kind of money um but, yeah, I mean, guys are going to be overpaid, especially at that position. Yeah, but when you when you look at a quarterback getting paid that much, they have to sacrifice in other skill positions. So yeah. that means, that, means well, that the well, quarterback has to be able to make up for that. Now, when it's someone like Patrick Mahomes, he can make guys like Demarcus Robinson, like, you know, like they, he can make average guys um, look – great on any given Sunday. But the thing is, the Cowboys are going to run across that same problem. Can Dak make average guys look great? That's my he, thing. He's shown glimpses, and he definitely has weapons. There, there have been games where he's proven that he's worth that money, but then there's games where you sit there and scratch your head and wonder why, are you, why would you pay this much? So the verdict is really still out there. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's definitely a tough call because it's not, you know, clear. It's not clear that he's elite. It's really still up in the air. That and he doesn't have any accomplishments to back up or to warrant that sort of price. I mean, with Jared Goff getting $110 million guaranteed, he at least got that team to the Super Bowl. So, warrant, you know, you have that backing up the argument on why you would pay someone like Jared Goff, but that Prescott, you know, there isn't much on his accomplishment list that you can say warrants of that kind of money. Yeah. 
I think Dak Prescott is a, a, a he's a game manager. I don't think he's a a franchise quarterback, especially with the team that they have in the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you have Ezekiel Elliott, Mari Cooper. Um, you have a lot of weapons, and and uh, and you have the best uh, offensive line in the league. And for the Cowboys not even to make it to the playoffs or or not even to win in the playoffs, I mean, I think that speaks a lot of volume about how important Dak Prescott is to the team. I mean, you have the highest, one of the highest paid running backs. Um, you have one of the highest paid wide receivers, and now you're going to have the highest paid quarterback. So in terms of money, there's not going to be a lot of money uh, going to, uh, you know, uh, the positions of, of, of need that they need to lock down. Yeah, I mean, and you also have to wonder, how much longer will they be able to pay um, Tyron Smith? Like, with um back he's not getting any younger too i mean yeah they they definitely they don't have as much runway as they like to have um yeah it's one of those things when you take a look at the money it's an astonishing number it definitely is especially when you see who's being paid what and you know you start comparing it um if dallas wants to spend that money and you know you know blow up their team for you know in three to four years from now, you know, that's their decision to make. Um, but yeah, I'd rather spend the money elsewhere. When you take a look at teams that are winning, um, you know, they're, they're getting by by not having to pay some of these players and, and knowing when it's time to move on. That's the other thing. There's times when you just have to know when it's time to move on. And Dallas might be clinging on for and paying too much. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But now let's move on to our our main topic of the night. It's our top five quarterbacks of all time. So we'll start with number five and we'll go down to number one. And, you know, we'll just kind of, you know, discuss why we think they're at that position. All right. All right. So we'll go ahead and start with you, Junie. You, you give us your number five. Uh, my number five is uh, a uh, – he's a gamer. Uh, it's it's an unpopular opinion, and uh, he was one of my favorite quarterbacks growing up. Uh, it's, it's Brett Favre. Um, I think Brett Favre deserves to be in the top five list because, um, you know, he won a Super Bowl. Uh, he's an 11-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. Um, and, I mean, he, he has the stats to back it up. I know he's a gunslinger, and and his uh, touchdown to interception ratio uh, can be um, crazy at times. But I th- I think he definitely deserves to be on that list because he's a winner. Uh, he did it with Green Bay, yeah. one with Minnesota, um, and he just to me he has that mentality of a franchise quarterback that you want. Yeah, definitely a gunslinger. When you take a look at his stats, I mean, three. Uh... Three first-team All-Pros, 11 Pro Bowls, like you said, one Super Bowl, three MVPs. Uh, but, you know, the really interesting stat with him is uh, he's the leader in uh, interceptions. Uh, but when you take a look at how many touchdowns he threw, the dude wasn't scared to throw it around the field. Um, you know, where some guys may have been gun-shy, you can't say the same about Brett Favre. He'll, he'll give the ball up in the 50-50 ball, make his receivers come down with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I agree. He was actually my number five as well. And it's for many of those reasons. It's like, you know, the Packers wouldn't have been as successful as they were in the 90s and in the early 2000s if it wouldn't have been for his willingness to to throw it into those tight pockets, for his willingness to, you know, go across body and, and throw in the opposite direction. Sometimes it went well and sometimes, you know, it meant the Giants going to the Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, he, he had no regrets. I mean, when you look at how many, uh, I think I, I saw that he had like 28 comeback, come from behind victories. Um, he had 24 playoff victories. He went to the Super Bowl twice. I mean, he, he, he was a very successful quarterback. And I think he was like probably the innovator of the gunslinger, of the, the gunslinger type. Yeah. He, he made uh, Green Bay um... – Super, super relevant in the 90s. And uh, I mean, Cheesehead, um, just his mentality was, was nuts. And um, if, I, if I had to choose a quarterback, he would be, uh, to start a team, he'd definitely be one of them, so. What about you, Brad? What is your number five? Now, number five was uh, probably harder for me than uh, than – two, three, or number one, because there were a lot of quarterbacks in this range. Um, you had guys like Brett Favre, um, you know, Steve Young. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, it's Terry Bradshaw. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not a quarterback as accomplished as, you know, a Brett Favre or, you know, a Tom Brady. He, he, he's nowhere near as that stats. Like, he has 212 touchdowns, 210 interceptions. So he's not going to win in that category. But where he does win is uh, he was lucky to have played on some great teams, four Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. He only has one Pro Bowl to his to his name, all first team. Um, that alone gets him in my top five. I, I thought that if I had the, cho- the choice between stats or, you know, Super Bowls, I'll go with Super Bowls. And that's what edged him out over, over you know, guys like uh, Brett Fire, Steve Young. But, yeah, really tough call because, you know, he's obviously not, 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 not a sexy pick at all. But he warrants being top, uh, number five on my list. He's a good pick. Um, Bradshaw, he was, a, he was a consistent quarterback for, for the Steelers. He was a part of what are they called, the Iron Curtain. Yeah, Steel yeah. Curtain. The steel curtain, there we go. And, you know, he, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, it's kind of like when you look at Troy Aikman's numbers, they, they didn't really pop out at you. But when you look at, like, their impact on the team as, like, you know. Yeah, Troy Aikman, another one of those guys that, you know, I thought could have been, you know, at the number five spot, you know. Because then, then you're wearing, weighing it against guys like a Dan Marino, who has all these stats but no Super Bowl victories. Then you have guys like Bradshaw with four Super Bowls, but they don't have those gaudy stats. Which one would I rather have? I decide to go at Super Bowls. Yep. Good choice. So now moving on to number four. My number four is John Elway. And that's another one of those that, you know, it's not a sexy pick. By no means do his numbers jump out. You know, he had 300 touchdowns, 226 interceptions, 51,000 yards for his career. So it's not like eye-popping numbers, but he was just – he was a leader. 
Like, and, you know, and he was able to overcome all those playoff um, uh, debacles that he had early on in his career with the Broncos. And he was able to close out his, his career with two consecutive Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs. And, you know, I think his most memorable play in his career will always be that that run towards the end zone where he dove and, and he got hit uh, against Green Bay and he literally spun like, you know, like, like a rag doll. But he got right back up and they scored on the next play. So I, I, I just – I think that his leadership, I think that the fact that he was able to vindicate himself at the end of his career to me makes him a top – uh, one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, it's hard to, you know, disagree with those numbers. He was on those guys that I also had, you know, in that that number five position. Like you said, you know, getting those Super Bowls in his final two years definitely gave him a huge bump in a lot of people's rankings. Um, you know, second all-time in passing completions in yards and, uh, you know, third all-time in touchdowns when he retired. You know, pretty good numbers. Definitely yeah. warrants, you know, being number four. Absolutely. So now you're number four, Brad. You know, this is uh this is another, you know, tough pick um for me because there there are guys that, that that you know we could have all made the argument about, you know, John Elway, Dan Marino. Um but in the end I decided to go with uh Drew Brees. Um Man, is this dude a stat machine. I mean, when you take a look at how many 5,000-yard seasons this dude has, has done it at, at the level he's doing at, especially after the interview, I mean, really, the only knock on him right now is only one Super Bowl. Um, but he has 13 Pro Bowls, um, 547 touchdowns, 237 interceptions, seven, 77,000 passing yards with a 67 uh, percent completion rate is this dude just a winner um a lot of people you know leave him outside the top five but this dude is number four on my list um yeah j- just an amazing quarterback i think one of the all-time greats who gets overlooked because of the era that he's playing in and with the players he played against great pick yeah great pick i mean especially because he doesn't have elite arm strength He's six feet, which, you know, for quarterback, it's a little undersized. He's got average-sized hands. Um, so it's not like he came in with all these tools that he just said, oh, my God, this guy might as well be, like, a genetic freak in terms of, like, the position. And, yeah, his, career and I mean, his career didn't start that smooth. I mean, I'm sure if the, if the Chargers had a crystal ball and they saw that this is the quarterback he would have turned out to be, they would have never drafted – Philip Rivers and I mean there's no regrets there for them but when you when you see how great the second half of Drew Brees' career has been I'm sure the Chargers would have loved to have had that I mean yeah he's responsible for five of you know of the 12 5,000 yards passing yard seasons in NFL history he's nearly half of them um and the other crazy stat is his single season completion percentage record 74.4 percent yeah, he doesn't miss. That is a crazy stat. So crazy. Very crazy. Now, Junie, you're number four. Uh, my top, well, my number four is um, uh, it's early, and uh, 
You guys might not agree with it, but uh, I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes at number four. Uh, I agree with it. I mean, the, proje- the, yeah, the when pre- you see the record he's already broken and the projection he's at with his head I mean, coach and the, offensive coordinator, he could very well end up number one. Yeah, I, I think at the end of his career, he's going to end up with the most touchdowns, the most yardage. Uh, he won the MVP in his in realistically in his first year starting. Um, he won he won a Super Bowl the next year. He's a two time Pro Bowler. I mean, the dude is legit. And he's he's the best quarterback in the league right now, so I best I, arm talent, yeah. Arm talent, um, you know, he he's he's a better version of Brett Favre, you know. He, he's a better version of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's 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 probably Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers combined. So yeah, like, yeah. if Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers had a baby, it would be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, except he doesn't make the errors that Brett Favre's make, and and he has has a better arm than uh, than Rodgers and a better throwing platform. Like, throws no one else could ever, ever make. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, really, the only thing we have to hope for is hope that we can that he stays healthy right. and we get a lot of seasons to watch him. Um, and, and not just that, but more importantly that, like you said, that we get a lot of seasons to watch him because, you know, nowadays you get a lot of athletes that, you know, they get to around the age of 30 and they decide, you know what, I don't want to play until I'm 40. So we just have to hope that, you know, he sticks around long enough to become the greatest. Right. Yeah, and and the other word of caution is we've seen this before, especially, you know, with that young Aaron Rodgers. Projections, it's a weird thing. You got to make sure you have all the pieces in the right place. Um, But you know what, I trust Andy Reid and what he was able to do with Philadelphia. you know, they're definitely going to give them some pieces. They're going to be extremely competitive. Yeah, I I mean, I can see it. I can see why you would make that, especially when you take a look at who you would put at number four. A lot of these guys only have one Super Bowl, right. you know, yeah. uh, on their resume. He's already got that. Yeah, at the age of 24. Yeah, so, so yeah, I wouldn't argue against that. I can definitely see that. I agree. So now – Brad, we will start with you and your number three. Uh, yes, number three. Um, so I, I think we all might have the same three. It's just a matter on how you want to order them. Um, but for me, number three, and he won today um, in the celebrity match, uh, golf match tournament, you know, with Tiger, it's Peyton Manning. Um, Peyton Manning could have easily been two or number one. But he had to duel that dude from from Boston, Bill Belichick, you know, year in and year out. Um, Peyton Manning is my number three, when you, especially when you take a look at the, uh, the touchdown-interception ratio, 539 touchdowns, 251 interceptions, um, 14 Pro Bowls, two Super Bowls. I mean, when you take a look at the talent he played against, it, he's number three. He could be easily number two. Um, if it wasn't for Brady and even Breeze in that, um, yeah, he, he's he's my number three, solid number three. Excellent. Yeah, it's a very good, very good choice. Um, Junie, who do you have at number three? Uh, my number three is a little different. I'm, I'm going to go with Joe Montana. Um, doesn't have necessarily the stats in terms of, you know, the touchdowns. Uh, but obviously, he has the hardware. He has the Super Bowls, uh, eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. 
Um, you could argue that he is, you know, one, two, or three. But for me, it's Joe Montana. Uh, he played with those loaded San Francisco 49er teams. He had the best receiver um, in the game. And, um, yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe Montana is my number three. Okay. I think my number three is going to surprise you guys. But uh, By the way, so, so, so if, you're, if you're telling me we're going to be surprised, it means you're really taking one of these three guys out of your top five. I want to hear it. Who's your number three? Aaron Rodgers. Wow. 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 Get, get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, like, get out of here. On, you have to look at the talent alone. I mean, before Patrick Mahomes came around, everyone always talked about how Aaron Rodgers had the elite arm strength that you had never seen before in the game. Like, he, he, he is a game changer. Now, he only has one Super Bowl under his belt. But just look at – have you ever seen a quarterback do more with so little than, than he has? When, when has? when has Green Bay ever put the weapons around him to, to allow them to, to reach the places that, um, that, that the elite teams do? Like, even, even when the Patriots are, you know, nickel and diamond, they still put weapons around Tom Brady to continue to compete at elite levels. But Green Bay still operates under a very different model. And the fact that he continues to have them in the playoff every year and the fact that he, he is one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time and he does have a Super Bowl under his belt, I just, I, I've always been amazed by his talent. I've always thought that, to me, oh, man. Oh, man. What, what separates him from Brady is the rings. Oh man! So 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 when we get into this one, two, and three department, um, it's gonna come down to Super Bowl wins, and he only has one. I have a hard time putting him above John Elway with two, and and similar stats. I, I listen. If you told me he was four or five, I'd agree with it. But three, when you tell me you left out one of these other quarterbacks, I don't agree with it. Yeah, but he's st- and he's still playing. So all his stats right now, it it is still with you know still four or five years left of his career. He could, but you know what? I can't go with the uh, with what I think he's gonna get at this point. I would put Patrick Mahomes higher on the list than Aaron Rodgers right now. No, no, yeah. he has to go for yeah. longer. No, the dude is thirty six. He's on a decline right now. His, te- his team doesn't even believe in him. His team drafted a quarterback in the first round to replace him in 2000. Yeah, but they did the same thing when they drafted him with Brett Favre still on the team. And Brett Favre was still a starter for the next three years. So, I mean, it's, it's a system. And maybe they don't think that he will con- – maybe they don't want him to still be their quarterback at 40. But, I mean, he's still – even last year on a decline – he only threw four interceptions. Oh, Jose. If you had him at four or five, I would have no arguments with you. Just like Junie, you know, having a – having a – what's his face? Uh, Mahomes. But when you – you have to leapfrog a lot of quarterbacks to be in that threes position, and I just don't see it. I don't see it. 
Oh, well, you know, that's, that's the thing with these lists. They don't, they don't always, you know, they, they don't always make sense to, to everybody. Oh, yeah, I'm, your so, list doesn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> at, at, at this pick. But, I, hey, definitely has the talent to be there. He, has he a, does. He, he has the talent, but he's, he's so overrated in the sense that his talent is not equaling to Super Bowl wins. I mean, yeah. there's no exactly. argument about talent. He's had talent around him. He's had Jordy Nelson. He's had Devontae Freeman or Devontae Adams. He's had a bunch of people, Jimmy Graham, uh, a bunch of people surrounded uh, w- by him, even though, you know, they haven't drafted, you know, a receiver in the first round in how long. But to me, he's, he's, he's just overrated. He's yeah, just- I would have – if it was after his first Super Bowl win – I would have him, you know, at a number four, no problem. Having him at three is the issue. I don't see him that high. If he was, if he was coming off of that Super Bowl, he's that much younger. I'd say, you know, you can put him there because it's projections. I can't put him there even at number four or five now because he doesn't have that much gas in the, in the tank left. We'll see. I think he's going to have a resurgent year. We'll see. We'll all right, see. well, that, that brings us to – have we all done our number threes? Yep. All right, so that brings us to number two, Brad. My number two is easy. It's Joe Montana. Um, he doesn't have the, the stats to rival, you know, a Peyton Manning. Um, but when you take a look at it, four Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs, playing in one of the greatest, you know, offenses in the West Coast offense, you know, really ahead of his time. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the dude was the goat before, you know, the other goat came along. Um, yeah, it was Montana. I mean, he had a, his, uh, career pass rating of 92.3, um, when he retired. I mean, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy stat. He also, you know, he led the NFL in completion percentage five times. So accurate, you know, he has 273 touchdowns. 139 interceptions, two MVPs. He's my number two. Jenny, who do you have at number two? Uh, my number two is uh, is Peyton Manning. Uh, I think he 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 definitely deserves to be at number two. Um, five MVPs, um, 14-time Pro Bowler. Uh, I mean, he had a season where he had uh, 55 touchdowns. Uh, he 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 won with two different teams the Colts and the Broncos. And I mean, year one, he threw 28 interceptions. So the dude literally had to um, learn how to, uh, you know, t- to get better and, and, and to progress. And he did that uh, with the Colts. And I mean, he had one year where he was injured um, and he still broke the, the touchdown record at the time um, in terms of the most touchdowns. So, I mean, to me, Peyton Manning is my number two. I also had Peyton Manning at number two. Um, I mean, before, you know, Breeze and and Brady started breaking his records, he held the records for a while. Um, He just – he knew how to – the the great thing about him is he didn't just focus on one or two targets. He knew how to spread the wealth. He knew how to – you know, if he had six receivers out on the field, he he made all six of them participate. You know, he he got everyone involved. So – that's why when when his Colts teammates would have injuries, you know, like he would, that was next man up mentality. And 
it always seemed like no matter what, like Peyton Manning was still going to get his numbers. Um, He did it in two places and, and it's even more remarkable when he did it in Denver because he had, he essentially played four years with a bad neck there, you know, like he was like one bad hit away from having to retire. And that's why I believe the, a couple of teams passing him like the Arizona Cardinals because of the, uh, of his neck. So I, I think, you know, he was able to go off into the sunset on his terms. His last season wasn't that remarkable, but he, he, he came back and helped them win in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I think at the I end mean, of the day, the most important part. Yeah. Take a look at his receivers, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. I mean, he was the offensive coordinator on, out on that field. He could literally script whatever play he wanted to. Um, yeah, Peyton Manning, you know, one of the all-time greats. Yeah, and then I think we all have the same number one. I don't think we do. <laughs> no? I don't think we do. So we don't all have Tom Brady? No. No. I have Aaron Rodgers, number one. Of course we have Tom Brady. <laughs> Why would Aaron Rodgers be top five at all? Of course it's Tom Brady. Because he's a bad man. That's why. Well, yeah. it's Tom Brady. Brady. Come on, man. 541 touchdowns, 179 interceptions, um, three MVPs, six Super Bowl, four Super Bowl MVPs, um, one deflated ball. Um, yeah. Six Super Bowl titles in a sport that is so hard to win one. That's mm-hmm. that amazes me. Yeah, it's it's really hard to simply make it back. You know, like I mean, Dan Marino never won one, and he only made it to one Super Bowl. And you know, he's someone that could have easily been on this list. Um, and and that's the thing. It's like you're always going to have you when it's such a short list. You're always going to leave off great players but I think it should be a consensus all across the world that Tom Brady is the greatest and he he backs it up not only with the championships but also with the numbers I mean when he had to have a big season he did I mean he threw 50 touchdowns in 2007 um he had Randy Moss break all kinds of records himself too I mean they, yeah. they lost that year to to the Giants in the Super Bowl but the thing with with Brady is when he had to put up the big numbers he did when he had to be yeah. more of a character, he was. You yeah, know? with Brady, I, I I think, you know, when he had five, it was a really tough call between him and G- and Joe Montana, for, for me anyway. Mainly because, you know, it's just like, yeah, but Joe Montana went 4-0. You know, Brady has a couple of losses. But then when he got the six, it's hard to argue six on four. It's even if he lost games, to go to the Super Bowl that many times and to win six is pretty damn amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, uh, he's, what, 6-9 and nine in the Super Bowl? So, I mean, uh, it, it's amazing, man. It's, it's amazing. And, uh, I mean, him being drafted so late and him having to prove that, you know, his, his value and his worth early on and him, uh, you know, just his work ethic, uh, the way yeah. he leadership. I mean, he, he checks all the boxes you want in terms of, you know, a franchise quarterback, and that's why, you know, he, he's at the top. Yeah, you know? easily. I and mean, it's just sad that he's not going to win another Super Bowl, though. No, so. no I, was, I was just about to say the opposite. You know, it's so great that he's actually going to end up with 
eight Super Bowl rings. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Pencil Patrick Mahomes for another for another one before Brady retires. Pencil uh, Patrick Mahomes for that. Patrick Mahomes has met his match. Because uh, now, now Brady has the weapons. Listen, I still have to see if he has any arm left. Um, I just have to see how he's going to, you know, do in Tampa, in Tampa Bay. I mean, there, there's definitely weapons around him. It's just a matter of running the gauntlet, especially in that division. That division is, is going to be extremely difficult. To run, it definitely has, but I think he has enough left in the tank. I think last year was an off year, and he still had a good year. I mean, can he make the 60-yard throw anymore? Probably not. But the good thing about the weapons he has is, you know, they'll be able to make the hard catches for him. And he got and he got his old running mate back. You know, he's going to have the Gronk. And, and he has Evans and Godwin. And he and he has Cameron Bray, and he has O.J. Howard. Plus, you have, you know, Ronald Jones in the back. So, I mean, he has weapons. And they upgraded at the offensive line, too. They drafted their 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 tackle of the future in Tristan Wirfs. So, I mean, he's going to be protected. And I think he I think he, he will do enough. He he will not make the mistakes Winston made. And I think that's what more than anything, that's what the Bucks needed. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't make the mistakes, he doesn't necessarily have to, you know, give you 30 touchdowns like Javis Winston did. If he gives him 25 touchdowns and, you know, only 10 interceptions, I think the Bucks are in a better place. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Tom Brady has, has, uh, has any more, you know, juice left in the tank. Um, but, yeah, number one, easily. Question, why hasn't Brady been uh... – there hasn't been anything with him not having any weapons, but when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, they talk about him not having any weapons. Is it because he, 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 he's winning? I mean. Well, yeah, because, because um, Brady has the biggest weapon of them all. He had Bill Belichick. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers would have had Bill Belichick, he would have been at six rings too. Uh, it's, it's a system. Like when, when you, when you have the hall of fame coach to go with the hall of fame player, you can make up for some of those deficiencies. The problem with Aaron Rodgers is not only did he not have the weapons at times, but he also had a coach that was not, that did not meet the ambition that he had as a player and what he wanted for the team. And that's why the Packers were, were stuck in, in mediocrity for so long. And, and that's why they weren't able to elevate after winning the Super Bowl in 2011. Plus, you know, you, you had the Patriots around and, I mean, it's like the Patriots are this generation's bulls. And you're going to have a lot of great teams that are going to be lacking. Just like in the 90s, you had the, the, the Cowboys and you had the 49ers at the end of the 80s. Like, there's always that big team that kind of, that kind of steps on the hopes of the smaller market teams that try to make their, their, their run at it. But I, I, for me, with Aaron Rodgers, I just I think the numbers back him up. I think he, he is that great. I, I feel like if he would have had a better coach, even with the weapons he had, just a better coach, I think they would have at least made it to two more Super Bowls. I'm not saying they would have That's the won. thing with sports. That's the thing with sports. At the end of the day, you have to have the stats to back it up. You, you can make arguments. 
what ifs, what if they had this, what if they, listen, you have the numbers to back it up. At the end of the day, I can't have Aaron Rodgers in the top three discussion. I can have him at four or five. I can't have him at, at number three or even in the top three. I, I just can't. You're leapfrogging too many good quarterbacks. Yeah, but it's like when you look at LeBron, he's he's got three he, he, he's got three titles and he's lost what five times in the, in the finals or six times. If Phil Jackson Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jackson, correct. Correct. And he had no coach, correct? We we can make that assumption. So, he at least got his team to the finals. Aaron Rodgers, how many Super Bowl trips? If you if he's supposed to be that good, he has to get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that that's the difference. And Aaron Rodgers or LeBron, Aaron Rodgers is not LeBron. It's it's not even close. And LeBron got them to the finals. He got them to the Eastern Conference Finals. You got to get your team to the NFC Championship game, win it, and at least get into the Super Bowl. If he could have done that a handful of times, then I can see the argument at number three. But he didn't. I can't have him that high. You're just mad because Joe Montana's not on my top five list. No, I'm not mad. I think you're delusional. <laughs> you're delusional. No. Oh, come on. It, it's, it's all, you know, it's a bias thing, you know. It's sometimes no, we're gonna, not, not with them. the quarterbacks. Not with the quarterbacks. Once you get into that top three, you got to have those Super Bowls, man. That's what differentiates number one from even number four or five. It's those Super Bowls. you got to have them. We'll agree to disagree. Well, that, but it looks like we're out of time, folks. That is it for, for this uh, show. Thank you for listening to us. Until the next time. All right. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy. Later.